0: And we're back with another episode of Ten Minute Cinema. So, how you been, buddy?
1: I'm okay. Yourself?
0: I'm good. I do know that you probably have seen the movies since the last time I seen you.
1: I've seen uh, at least three.
0: Ooh, tell me about them.
1: No, I only want to tell you about one. You're such a jerk. I I mean, you know, this is a nice, quick podcast, so we just need to keep it simple.
0: All right, what? Tell me your favorite one.
1: Okay, it was a horror film from 2008. Ooh. Made in Sweden. Oh. Called Let the Right One In. Oh, I have heard of that one. I figured you might have. I saw the American remake. I was about to say, I bet you're familiar with the remake of it. Yeah. Haven't seen that yet. Apparently, it holds pretty faithful to the original. So, you're probably pretty aware of the plot. But it's a good movie. Some really awesome cinematography. The shots are just really beautifully framed. And it's got some pretty unique death scenes. And. Just an overall like heartwarming romance at the center of a vampire movie. It's kind of weird.
0: You know I'm a sucker for all the stuff you said, including the romance part. I know that, yes.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I, I think it's definitely one you need to check out, even if you have seen the American version. Okay. It's It was very well done.
0: Well, you should definitely check out the American version. Her version of the film is is very entertaining. I would recommend it.
1: Okay. What have you seen?
0: Oh, God. It was the movie Nope.
1: Ooh, nice. Yeah. I was a big fan. Uh, oh. This one kind of. Someone's not.
0: Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan of it. Okay. To be honest, I, I really love Jordan Peele's our two films, Us and Get Out. But yeah, this one just. I had not enjoyed it nearly as much. I think I hmm. overhyped it in my head, honestly, because okay. the first two they did were fantastic. So I just kind of have this higher ceiling of what I expect from him. Yeah. Higher expectations. There you go.
1: I kind of get a feeling, I think that one's definitely one you want to see in the theater also. I think that really added to my enjoyment of it, was seeing it in IMAX.
0: I can totally see that. This one, uh, just watching it here, I just, I don't know, it just didn't, it didn't click with me. But okay. that's not to say it won't click for anyone else. He's still a great director. He writes great stuff. I would definitely say you should at least try it out if you haven't watched it yet. Okay. You're not going to tell us any of the other two films that you watched?
1: No, I said I was only talking about one.
0: <sighs> okay, I guess we can go to our movie today then. Can we? We can. Alright. So I guess we can go to our movie again. Or now. Can we? Oh, damn it. I messed up the loop. See, it would it would take a while to do that.
1: See, for some people.
0: <laughs> anyway, we watched a movie, uh... That's debatable what it's actually called. No, it has, it it, has a title. I yeah. call it Edge of Tomorrow because not, that that's... was the theatrical version of the film.
1: Mm-hmm. But now it is known as?
0: You you can say it. I won't say it. That's not the title.
1: It is the title. It's I Live, Reduce. Die, Repeat.
0: Nope. Yes. It's Live, Die, Repeat, colon, Edge of Tomorrow, according to the video release. But the theatrical release, it was called Edge of Tomorrow, period. There was no other... That's the tagline that they just add onto it because international markets are stupid.
1: I don't think so. I think they uh, will die on this hill. It is live, die, repeat as it should be, as it was meant (laughs) to be.
0: Anyway, we watched Edge of Tomorrow, live, die, repeat, whatever you want to call it. This is a great movie. You hadn't seen it before, right?
1: No, that was the first time through the loop for me.
0: Nice. Are you going to experience it hundreds of thousands of times like he did?
1: I don't think so. I could maybe do one or two more, but that might be it for me.
0: Okay. I'm a sucker for these kind of movies, first of all. You really are.
1: I've I've seen most of this type of movie because of you, I think.
0: I I just love the plot twist. It's it's good stuff.
1: Yeah, this one did add some, some neat things to it that are pretty original that I hadn't seen before. Not to say that they haven't been done in something else that I haven't seen, but this is the first time I'd seen. I think probably the most interesting thing I found about it was towards the end whenever they actually break out of the loop most of these movies don't do that until like the very end of the movie basically the last scene right and this one like almost the entire final act is just one shot you know you got to get it right and good luck basically so that was kind of neat yeah throwing really, that into it
0: it it really added the pressure and yeah. the high stakes to the film because mm-hmm. the tension definitely ramped right, up right definitely yeah. because before I mean, you know he's going to reset the day. Right. That's the whole point of the movie. Exactly. So, yeah. And it's funny
1: to see him die over and over again, especially because you never see Tom Cruise die in anything.
0: (laughs) I think that's what I like most about this role is he plays like an average person here. He's not...
1: More or less, yeah.
0: He's not some superhero spy agent that (laughs) defies all physics and reality. He's average Joe that's in the military as a media like representative yeah. Re- representative he's like the head of media for the military and it's just great to see him in this kind of role because everything else he's in he's just super soldier best guy ever
1: yeah he's basically just a pr trying to fix uh the image mm-hmm. of everything
0: right because there's a war what an uh, alien invasion
1: yeah I had a few problems with that the, the aliens don't look that great i don't know if they did when it first came out but it definitely didn't hold up very well i don't think that's yeah. kind of one of my drawbacks.
0: I can see that. I mean, it's basically just like glowy light with like rocks or something. They're like chained together. Yeah.
1: And they just spin them around so fast that they become deadly because they just hit you so hard, I guess. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Well, they have like uh, like spikes on their armor and stuff, it looks like. Yeah. So it's like basically they're like sharp as hell. Okay. At least that's what I took from it
1: slight spoiler i guess do you have anything in the trivia as to why they're called mimics don't think i do i okay. did this
0: trivia like two weeks ago when we oh, okay. originally get recorded this so. that's fine i'm
1: just gonna ask because i didn't know like it, i don't that seems like a weird name for them i don't know what they're trying to mimic why we would call them a mimic
0: yeah i'm not for sure on that one but yeah so he's the you know media consultant he uh the general wants to recruit him to you know, basically save his name because he's going to be the one that everyone blames for this attack that they're about to do that's probably going to go south. Tom Cruise is like, whoa, 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 whoa. I, I don't do war stuff. I'm in front of the camera. And the general's like, oh, no, I'm your commanding officer now. He will do as I say. Seems
1: kind of unbelievable.
0: Right? And then he tries to blackmail the general <laughs> so that he can not have to do this assignment. And next thing he knows, he wakes up and starts the first day of his internal
1: hell. More or less, yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'd like to die that many times.
0: You know, I think it would be cool, like, the first, like, two times maybe. Like, hey, I died, but I'm still here. That's awesome. But then to have to, like, just live that day. I mean, they don't really tell you. But I have to imagine he lived that day over a thousand Maybe a hundred thousand times. I mean.
1: Yeah, it's several thousand, I would imagine, for all the skill that he has to build up and knowledge he has to retain and everything.
0: Yeah. I mean, they they only show like montages and stuff, which it doesn't have the stupid music with it. It's just montages of him training or dying or whatever. But they definitely make it seem like he's done this maybe even millions of times.
1: Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'd go that far.
0: It seems like he knows pretty much anything that ever happens ever in that day. <laughs> also, that day is a really long day.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it is. He,
0: he does a lot of stuff in that like day before the attack. He goes one place in, to get her after he goes through all the physical training. Then he has to go find a doctor guy in the bunker. Then he has to train. Like, where does he get all this time?
1: He's made of time. I
0: mean, yeah, he's made of time. He's, he's the mean, time man. He only has a day to do all this, and he does it
1: quite frequently.
0: What did you think about all the action scenes here?
1: Most of them are decent. I don't know if I really like the robot suits very much.
0: I mean, they seem like they're basically just a play on uh, The Matrix. Yeah. Which I, I didn't enjoy that, that section
1: of that movie either, so. That's true. That's definitely one of the weaker parts in that film series. Yeah. I don't know. I hate to be too negative on it, because I don't want to be like a downer, but. I just eh, It was okay.
0: Okay. I did like the humor they had in this film.
1: That was unsurprising, yeah.
0: Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, most of his films have a type of humor to them at this point. But this is the first film that he uh, did with uh, that Christopher, I can't say his last oh, name. yeah, Macquarie? Macquarie, yeah. This is the first film they did together. So oh, really? If anything, this is the film that gave us some pretty great Miss Impossibles. But I enjoyed this film quite a bit. I think you'll see that in my rating. Oh, okay. Was there anything else that you wanted to talk about with this film?
1: A little bit. Uh, I wanted to give some mention to Emily Blunt. I thought this was a pretty awesome action movie for her. I think this was very, her first uh, yeah. action movie too. I could say yeah, very, very against type, especially at the time. But she's very believable in the role. Like, she's a pretty tough chick. Definitely. She made it, you know, seem legit.
0: It's part of my trivia, but I'll go ahead and just tell you now. Mm, no, she you need did to save all, that for trivia. All the yoga stunts herself. She knew how to do the yoga, so they decided to do it. And then I, I always love to see Bill Paxton come up in a film. He's a really big dick in this film, but
1: <laughs> Probably one of his last, right?
0: Probably. I mean it, it couldn't have been too much longer after that. I always get him and uh Bill Pullman mixed up in my head sometimes.
1: Oh really? Yeah. They're they're not the same person. But they have the
0: same first name <laughs> they came from And this- last <laughs> initial, yeah. Yeah, see? Yeah. It's confusing. It Sure, sure is. <laughs> I just right. remember
1: that great Bill Paxton speech that he gave in Independence Day, and that's how I always keep him straight.
0: See? Now you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's Bill Pullman.
1: No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't.
0: I don't mean confused like that. It's just like sometimes I'll say one of their names the opposite because they have very similar names. Bill and Bill. That's very true. All right. Did you have anything else
1: you wanted to say about this film? No, I think we went through it all.
0: Okay. Well then, it was your first time watching this film. It was. So let's hear your score first.
1: Okay. I feel like I kind of give a couple spoilers. Not a huge, huge fan, but it was entertaining. Has a few plot holes in it that we mentioned while we were watching. We can get into that a little later maybe too. Overall, still a solid action film. Still brought some new things to the time loop. Day genre. So I'd say I'm gonna give it a three and a half.
0: okay. That was higher than I thought you were gonna give it. Yeah. Just based on what you're saying before.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I'd I'd give it another watch. Maybe two. I don't know if I'd something I would rewatch a lot, but
0: Yeah. I've probably seen it three times now. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean I, obviously I liked it a little bit more than you did. I'm a big Tom Cruise fan, so obviously that's why I picked this film. But also, I love, like, Time loop movies, as you know. So this is a mix of two things that I like very much. And so I'm going to give it four stars. Oh,
1: two great tastes that taste great together.
0: Yes. This is one of my favorite Tom Cruise movies, actually. Really? It is. I I don't know why. I mean, he has so many great films. But this is just one that I really enjoyed. It was kind of a surprise because I didn't see the promotion of this film. I didn't know. Really much about it when I watched it.
1: You got some trivia for
0: us? I do. While filming the car chase scene, in which includes a minivan, Emma Blunt was instructed to drive fast and then to take a right-hand turn so the van would shake. However, Blunt missed her mark and drove the car straight into a tree. She later said it was both hilarious and terrifying, as she almost killed Tom Cruise, who was in the passenger seat. Both of them start laughing
1: after the incident.
0: So, he he does all of his own stunts, but he almost gets killed by Emily Blunt. Maybe not his favorite co-star.
1: I don't know. They were kissing pretty seriously at the end.
0: They were. Based on the manga and novel, All You Need Is Kill. Manga. That's a cool title.
1: That should be the name of the movie.
0: Right? All You Need Is Kill, but that's not going to market well. Okay. After the film's box office fail in the U.S., although it still managed to turn a profit worldwide... Its marketing strategy was changed slightly for its DVD release. In this case, on the front of the video box, the film's tagline was emphasized heavily, with the title Edge of Tomorrow in the small text at the very bottom of the case. As a result of this packaging, it gives the illusion that the film's title is Live, Die, Repeat. Warner Brothers maintained that the title of the film had not been changed, and that Live, Die, Repeat was only a tagline, yet... Disappears in front of Edge of Tomorrow, not just on the cover, but on the spine of the packaging and even on the disc. The rental company Redbox has the film listed under the letter L in its kiosk. And all nine retailers that had digital stream version titled Live Die Repeat, Edge of Tomorrow. Mm -hmm. But Warner Brothers even says that the film is called Edge of Tomorrow. I just wanted to throw that out there for our
1: argument earlier. All right. And then I have this. (laughs) You dick. From director Doug Lyman. (laughs) He fought and railed against the WB executives who insisted on the original title to point to them. And he had to call and apologize. Because something interesting happened. When the movie came out on home media, the tagline Live, Die, Repeat became so prominent on the cover, it dwarfed Edge of Tomorrow. This appeared to be an effort by the studio to rebrand the movie in light of its disappointing theatrical run. The response to this new title was more positive, although some viewers were confused about the sudden change of title. Director Doug Lyman says that this branding is permanent in that the movie's potential sequel has been developed under the working title Live, Die, Repeat, and Repeat. Wow. Boom. Lawyered. I still win.
0: Tom Cruise spent over $100,000 on a lavish wrap party for the cast and crew. He did not attend himself as he is finishing his scenes for the movie. The dude spent $100,000 so the cast could enjoy it. That's crazy. Tom Cruise was one of the first people to learn about Emily Blunt's pregnancy. The cast and crew had returned a few months after principal photography had wrapped to do some pickup shots. During the months between the two shoots, Blunt became pregnant and was only a few weeks long when they had to return for additional filming. Because of the pregnancy, she opted not to do her own stunts for this portion of the shoot, but didn't tell anyone why, since the pregnancy was still in the early stages. This confused Cruz, since she had done most of her own stunts during principal photography. She revealed to him that she was in early stages of pregnancy, which, according to her, made him the only person besides her husband to know (laughs) about the (laughs) pregnancy. One cool thing they did for this movie was they had its premiere in London, Paris, and New York City on the same day. One of the premieres was at 5 a.m., and it was what? Doug Lehman said that this was a testament to Tom Cruise's star power. For the film's London premiere... Cruise landed in a helicopter in Trafungar Square. and Emily Blunt called Cruise a chatty cafe at one of the premieres. At the French premiere, one of the Echo suits were on display. Could you imagine him having to travel to those three cities all in one day to promote a film? Yeah. That would be a
1: lot. Not that crazy.
0: How did you like Jeremy Piven in this movie? I didn't know he was in it. That would be because... He was at it during reshoots and ended up on the cutting floor. Oh. When the author of the novel, he got an idea from video gaming. Resetting the game over and over until finding the main strategy. That's how he developed the novel.
1: Hmm.
0: That makes the, sense. That's all the trivia It's I have. very video gamey. It is very video gamey. Especially the action scenes that they show over and over again. Yeah. They kind of edit it that way too. Like you just reload at a checkpoint. Mm -hmm. That's all the trivia I have for this movie
1: Okay What are we watching next?
0: We are going to go and watch Maximum Overdrive Oh Yeah, Stephen King
1: classic That's one way to put it, sure (laughs) I've never seen it I haven't either Okay Alright So this is a uh, Christina pick, huh?
0: Yep, she picked this one Okay. She had a friend that said it was amazing
1: Okay, well there we go
0: not what you heard, so well. we'll see. Well, you can catch us on Twitter. I'm at USA Kid six nine seven seven. You're at Big Guy ACV. That is me, and we're at Tim Minson. If there's gonna be a Twitter, by I was time gonna say yeah. Listening to this.
1: I guess we'll ride that train till it dies. But yeah,
0: yeah, maybe we'll have to start doing video content for TikTok. I don't think so. <laughs> we'll find something else
1: for that. I'm sure we'll figure out a way. Okay.
0: All right, well. Yeah,
1: we can't let down all these fans that tweet us so much.
0: Oh, you know, we get hundreds of tweets a day. Good. We're about to earn our gray check mark. Okay. That's the one you don't have to pay for. Ooh, all right. Do you have anything else to add to this episode? No, I think I'm good. And that's a wrap.